Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Remote Pathways podcast. We are so excited you've joined us today. And Jennifer, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Michelle. Always good to connect with you. And I'm super excited about our guest today. Yes, Teresa McCloy. We've been anxiously awaiting her arrival on our podcast because we're huge fans of her podcast. So we're going to introduce you to Teresa in a moment, but I'd like to give you just a quick introduction. Uh, Teresa McCloy is the creator of The Real Life Process, an ACC executive coach, accredited Enneagram professional, podcaster, and keynote speaker. Through training, coaching, and consulting, she serves her clients to move from living with their hair on fire to discovering clarity about the life they want to live each day and the business they want to lead. Partnering together, her own signature real-life process and tools such as the Enneagram, Teresa guides clients to a fresh way of intentional living. Now, add to it the fact that Teresa lives on a farm, still drives a tractor from time to time, and enjoys coffee and meals with friends. We could just have a conversation just for decades, I think. (laughs) So Teresa, welcome officially to the Remote Pathways podcast. It is so great to be here. I've been anticipating this conversation as well. So it's mutual. Oh, well, and we are so fascinated because as you know, remote workers are our primary listeners. And we know that you bring so much incredible value in so many ways. But we are fascinated today uh, to learn more about how the Enneagram might be able to help remote professionals around the world right now. But before we dive into those waters, please share with us what drew you to remote work? Well, that's a great question. And so just to give you a little bit of background of how I arrived at remote work, I actually have been an entrepreneur always. I mean, it's just what was the next thing I could create? I've had a music studio in my home when my children were growing up and I was raising them and that way I could work from home. Had almost 90 students in and out of my home uh, into my basement to take group lessons and all that type of thing. I actually owned a retail business at one point And then I was actually in ministry work at one point. And as I moved out of ministry work, I also have a degree, crazily enough, 40-year-old degree, but in computer programming. So I've always loved technology. 
And when I moved out of ministry work, I thought, what can I do from home? And I actually became a virtual assistant for a while and had about five or six clients that I managed all at one time in that virtual remote space that was fairly a newer concept at the time, even to have someone work for you virtually on your team. So I managed several clients through that process. And that's what moved me into coaching. And so it just kind of naturally evolved that I would do coaching remotely. And I work with clients all around the world. I have some group coaching programs. And then also the Enneagram work that I do is almost all done remotely. Love that. And for those of us that are newer to hearing about the Enneagram, could you give us like a short soundbite? What is the Enneagram and what's important about it as it relates to remote work, whether that's individually or as you said, in groups or with a remote team? Well, that's a great question because the tool of the Enneagram is really both a psychological and a spiritual tool. So it really gives us this look at ourselves, not only from one of the nine types that we describe, they all have a descriptive word that goes with them, but each type also has a driver. Like, you know, it's the thing that that keeps you moving, that keeps you moving forward. And those nine types actually divide down into three centers of intelligence. I think where it can really become important for people trying to work remotely is knowing what center of intelligence they fall in. Mm -hmm. And those centers are heart center, so emotional intelligence, right? Head center, that intellectual intelligent part of who we are. And then what we often call the body or gut center. And so that's the GQ space. And each of those centers of intelligence approach things differently. And we might be able to dive into that a little bit because I think as remote workers, or even as we're looking at broadening teams that work remotely, knowing what center of intelligence your team members are on or you yourself on may make a difference in how you approach working remotely. Oh, I love that. And I I know that the teams that I work with are usually so open and hungry for any tools that are going to help them uh, you know, facilitate their conversations, have better connection, have better understanding. Because as most of the world has found this spring, uh, it's not easy when you can't see <laughs> each other every day. So the more we know about folks, the better. And uh, yeah, t- tell us a little bit more maybe then on this, sure. this same piece, just a couple more sound bites. That would be great. Sure. So when we think about the Enneagram, And we know that we have one of these nine types that we naturally gravitate towards. And we won't go into all nine of the types and flesh that all out. And and I know you're going to give references to other places they they can listen to kind of dive into that. So I'll keep it a little bit big picture. But when we think about even working remotely, some of these types, three of them to be exact, are very forward moving. So for example, I'm a type three on the Enneagram. And so I'm all about being effective and efficient. Another one of the types on the Enneagram is a type eight. And they very much bring power into the room. So we, as our types, don't have any trouble showing up on a call or being on a remote location. We're pretty much always in that forward energy space. 
But there are other types like our type nine, who's very peaceful and the peacemaker, or our five that's an investigator and brings wisdom. They're a little more away energy. So for them to engage remotely is a little bit more difficult for them. It's a little, it takes a lot more, it drains them, if that makes sense, because we're in such a one-dimensional space, either on a phone conversation or on a virtual call. So knowing that about your team can make a difference in how they manage their time, how you manage the length of your calls, how often that you might be connecting virtually, and how they actually engage and show up to to even get their work done or get it in on time or, or get it wherever you need it, wherever you hold that information virtually. Oh, that is, that is golden. <laughs> that is really golden. So I'm going to pass over to Michelle, even though I want to keep on this thing. <laughs> Michelle, what's your question? So that I don't step into my number eight. <laughs> number oh, eight is great. <laughs> but I'm going to collaborate here. So over to you, Michelle. <laughs> well, I'm cracking up and I'm just having an aha moment here because like, Teresa, you're a three. Jennifer, mm-hmm. you're an eight and I'm uh-huh. a seven. We're all remote workers and we're all forward moving. And so we are. It's amazing <laughs> that we're all three here together right now. No wonder we gathered together and couldn't wait to have this conversation. Um, <laughs> exactly right. But it's also like making me think, okay, so I'm naturally comfortable in this space, but you just brought that awareness. Not everyone is. So I would think this is this tool is incredibly powerful in meeting people where they are and helping them um, take those forward steps. So what would you say is important to you as a remote worker yourself, knowing this information? Well, I think one of the things that I have to remember whether... And this applies remotely or if I'm meeting face-to-face. So either way, but it all comes down to good self-awareness, right? The more we can know about ourselves, the more then that we can really show up and be present in our best self for other people, whether that's remotely or in person. But uh, the third energy that I didn't talk about is what we call a toward moving energy. Mm-hmm. And those are our sixes. They're... Um, They're that trustworthy and loyal type. The twos that are our helpers and are very loving. The ones that want to help us be organized and uh, bring goodness into the world. Those types always move toward. Now, what can happen, Michelle, to kind of answer your question, as a forward-moving type that we all are, we've all identified, (laughs) um, we can show up on a call and we're already in what I call work mode, right? We show up, we're here to get it done. Let's move forward. We got things to do. And if you're meeting or people on your team are more toward types or they are more away types, kind of need to take those first few minutes to warm up the room a little bit, ask them about their weekend, really lean in and care about them. And It's hard for us. We kind of have to move. I call full circle is the phrase that I use because we're not just our type. We actually connect to the other two centers. The more we can learn about those shutdown centers that we haven't accessed, then the more we're going to show up and the more we're going to have empathy for others. And I think that's the one thing that the Enneagram really begins to teach us is 
oh, maybe I need to think about those other people that are showing up as my remote friends. And I do have to work a little harder at that toward energy that, that's in me naturally, but I don't always bring it out. I want to come right on and go, okay, so here's the things we need to do. Like when I'm meeting with my team, here's we've only got 45 minutes. Here's what we need to get through. And I forget to talk to them like they're people. I see them as little boxes on my screen mm. if I'm not careful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. So I would imagine naturally that that leads to our next question of maybe some of the challenges that you experience. So please expand more there. <laughs> yeah, that is a challenge. And that's something that I've had to work at. The two people that I have on my team personally, one is a type six, so very much in the headspace. And one is a type five, another head type. And they both sit in very good seats on the team, but I'm the forward moving type. So I really not only want to come understanding my own personality, my own way of seeing the world. It's like a pair of glasses that I put on, but I want to come also understanding theirs. And this is where I think the team dynamic that we've talked about, the group dynamic, especially as in this this season here, we're walking in this spring, we've really had to learn quickly how to Mm -hmm. adapt, right? And if we're not careful, we can get into our adaptive behaviors of our style, of our type. And what I mean by that is we can get caught in, for me as a type three, I can get caught in that workaholic performer mode of get it done, get it done, get it done. And, you know, my team members are like, whoa, 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 you know, let's back up a little bit. We need to investigate this a little bit. We need to think through these steps and processes before we launch this out or whatever it might be. So those are the challenges is getting to know people on your team and understanding how they're seeing, how they're seeing the world. What are the glasses that they're wearing? And Self-awareness is not just about ourselves. Emotional intelligence is not just about us. Self-awareness is about those around us as well and and coming from an understanding of who they are. And so I have to remind myself that. I mean, that's just a challenge. And then that engagement, as we said, with that energy piece of technology. You know, how long is a good call, for example, you know, finding what works well for your team? You have a lot of people on your team that could go on a 90 minute call and others are done at 30 minutes. Um, remote working is different how we engage and what our energy level is, even what our bodies need in getting up and moving around. I don't know about you, but I've been spending a lot of time sitting. I ended up buying a stand-up desk just so I could stand up more. So really thinking about even the physical ways that that people need to be. That's that body space. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you bring us back to that because remote work is a little different. And I think we've all, many, most people around the world have been experiencing it. And it's just an opportunity to notice like, what do you like? What adjustments do you need to make? Uh, for yourself and then for the context in which you're working. So is there anything else that stands out for you in terms of uh, remote work and either like favorite adventures you've had or other, you know, other things that you think might be interesting for our listeners? Sure. Well, one of the things that I love about remote working is that I can work from anywhere. So as a coach, as an Enneagram practitioner, and you know, I use the Enneagram and the coaching and the work that I do and train others to do the same, 
I love travel as a value of mine. So I love that I can, of course, not doing that a lot right now. So I'm feeling a little resistance right now, but I love that I can work from anywhere. And that is one of the advantages that I see. And I can still connect with my team from anywhere. So if I'm traveling and I want to work in the mornings and then you know connect with my team, do some calls, uh, teach my group, facilitate a group call, I can be off in the afternoon to enjoy whatever space that I'm in. That's really life-giving for me. And as a type 3, when I can travel and do those things, it keeps me out of that workaholic tendency. I think as entrepreneurs, uh, as remote workers, whether you know in the corporate space remotely working or an entrepreneur space, um, you know, just understanding what what keeps you in your best self, putting boundaries around the time and amount that you work. That remote worker always we always bump up against the ability to work all the time. So that's where the tool of the Enneagram can really come in and help us to, to know, you know how to put up some boundaries around those tendencies or even the engagement, as I said, some of those away types, getting started working is hard for them. Getting that energy up to actually go show up and do the work because there's not somebody to talk to in the hallway, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's not somewhere to walk down to the water cooler and have a sidebar conversation. And so it is a very, very different environment as you were saying, Jennifer. Yeah. Well, thanks for expanding on that. Some really great nuggets. And I know Michelle's got another question for you. Yeah. And Listeners, I imagine you're in that heart space right now where you understand now why we were so drawn to Teresa. You can hear it in the words that she shares. And I even heard that on her podcast. You hear this incredible appreciation of honoring each individual person and also an appreciation for the rhythm of life. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just thank you, Teresa, for the important work that you do. Um, especially uh, for such a time as this. So I would love for you to share with our listeners because it's just, we're packed with valuable treasures, nuggets that Jennifer just said. What would you say, what are the resources that you go to for this healthy place in remote life? That's a great question. So I really feel like that what the Enneagram brings me is the beginning. So that self-awareness piece is just the beginning. But when I take the tool of the Enneagram and I put it into what I call practice, and many times I refer to it in the work that I do as creating your modern day rule of life. And the term rule of life is actually an old fashioned term, uh, comes from uh, the spiritual you know, religious community of creating a order of life and how we're going to live life. And so I go to resources that really teach me those types of things, building routines, building rituals. I, I love the modern day tool of using a 90 day project management and resources. And when I can, so I study a lot of that type of work. And when I can partner that and follow that type of work um, along with the tool of the Enneagram, 
I know that I'm going to grow in my depth. So there's there's a lot of different resources that I follow uh, around that type of uh, marrying those two things together. Oh, you've got my juices flowing there, especially around planning. <laughs> Work I've got around plan, do track, and thinking, ooh, Enneagram. That's a whole other layer for virtual remote professionals to consider productivity around. Ooh, so. Any other tips? You know, we could make this multiple episodes with you. Oh, yes, I think we we'll have to have you back down the road. Yes, we could. <laughs> well, and I would just say, you know, when we're, you're thinking about remote working, and Michelle, I so appreciate what you said about it is a rhythm of life. And, you know, I learned that the hard way through uh, a very hard time in my life of really being a workaholic. And really, because even in the work that I did before I became a remote worker, I had control of my own schedule. And so there was no no boundaries to my life. And so learning more about myself and then learning to live in a rhythm. And I think for remote workers, especially now, right now, there is nobody telling you to stop. There's nobody telling you to start. So it could be one of the two. Yes. Or the third center, is, you know, the third, excuse me, stance would be there's nobody telling you not to take care of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we're either kind of coming from this frustration right now or, or this drive in one of those three ways. Like, gosh, I can't even get motivated or I can't stop or I just want to take care of everybody. And so looking full circle, if, if you get to know the Enneagram, you know, you can live in a more fuller awareness that you need all three centers of intelligence and that we can grow into all three. That'll get you a different rhythm and a different pace to your life because you, you learn how to check in and, and step away when you need to. Um, so I would just encourage us as remote workers right now, walking in a very difficult time, to make sure that you're asking yourself good questions every day and that you're stepping away uh, and, and really centering yourself in you know, taking some deep breaths, uh, getting outside, walking around. Because we could do this all day long right now. We're kind of locked down. Yeah. But that's not the goal for any remote worker in any time is to lock themselves in a room and just, just work. That's not why we do this. Absolutely. And you just struck a chord with one of my passion areas is because I discovered I'm a former workaholic too. Mm. And when I transitioned into the remote space, I got triggered and I ended up working harder than ever before. Just that awareness that you just said can save people a lot of pain. (laughs) So thank you for bringing that awareness. It's absolutely beautiful. So I know that our listeners are going to want to learn more about you. So what what tell us more about the offerings that you that you share sure. with others? What are your current sure. offerings? Well, the easiest way is to just go to my website, which is therealLifeProcess.com. So all lowercase, all one word, therealLifeProcess.com. And I'm sure you'll probably have a link in the show notes or somewhere like that to that. Yeah. Uh, or you can just type in my name, Teresa McCloy, and, and you'll find the website. But I have a free offering there where you can download it Enneagram typing guide and read about all nine of the different types. We just mentioned a few of them here today. And dive into that and read through that. 
Or if you would like to really take an Enneagram personality profile and and walk through it and get a full packet result, and then even talk to one of our coaches at the Real Life Process and, and do an Enneagram review call is what we call it. You can find out how to do that on the website as well, besides the coaching and different uh, groups and things like that that I have. So easiest way is just to connect at therealllifeprocess.com. Great. So do check it out. I'm so excited to go there and learn a little bit more. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. That's my excitement, right? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <Show> forward type. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm hearing fast friendship here. I see so many common strands in your life that I think that this is just the beginning of this conversation. So oh, well, thank you, Michelle. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, thank you for making time, you know, again, uh, to the point of we can we can work and we can con- connect all day long. And we want to thank you for the time that you shared with us today. So Teresa, I look forward to the next time our paths cross wherever that might be. And you've really gotten my juices flowing to explore more about not only my own style, but to really think you know, for my business, what's needed and, and, you know, who can I be collaborating with in that like creative pursuits? Like what I love about working with Michelle is we are very different. And you've heard today, Michelle's heart center, you've heard my drive and, and that's a perfect combination for what we've Mm -hmm. created here. So Thank you for shedding more light on uh, a new Oh, tool. you're welcome. You're welcome. It has been fun and I am excited to, you know, just share with your audience and have them use the tool of the Enneagram in developing their own self, but then these these remote teams that we're all beginning to work with as well. Nice. So Michelle, you always get final words. (laughs) My heart is overflowing with gratitude and my seven is kicking in with all that joy and enthusiasm. So thank you for that gift today. And we'll see you again soon on the remote road. Take care, everyone. 